How long time is it that we've uh, known each other? Uh, we have known each other since you were 13 years old. And I was 15, so I was, uh, I was a little bit bigger than you. So when is it that you turned 50? That is uh, <laughs> in about uh, 10 days. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> I'm still a... I'm still, can you say a spring rabbit? No, that no, was, you're uh, a spring chicken. Spring chicken. Yeah, that's what you are. <laughs> <laughs> that describes you quite precisely. Cool. I really, really like the bronze age stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, and I can, I, I can feel this pull towards, like now Viking things have been so popular for so long. Uh, but a lot of the stuff that is now called Viking, it's sort of uh, in the beginning of the Christian era here. Mm. And, and so you see remnants of, of older, more powerful things. But as soon as you go back, mm. early Iron Age, Bronze mm. Age. It looks like many of these little zigzag lines and these ornaments uh, they they I mean to my to my eyes maybe it was just because, just because I looked at them for the purpose of tattooing but they a lot of it really to me some of it really begs to be tattooed <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah completely uh, and uh, and it, it it will it will look cool in a very different way it's, I think it's so interesting it's almost like at a certain place or a certain way of connecting with the world around you creates an artistic language that then seems to be the same, like, like all over the world. Two times, no, that's not two, three times in my life, I have been so intensely struck with the feeling of destiny that, that I basically had a feeling I was at a crossroads and if I took the, the safe normal road, I would basically slowly start dying. If I took the scary road, which would be the right road, I had no idea where it would lead, but that was the destiny road. Mm. So I have this, this uh, theory, that is nothing original, but that courage is like, it is this core core thing that you need to practice because in your life you will meet these things and courage will make the difference between mm. whether you dare or not yeah uh, so the first time i had just finished my graphic design education and i was um, through a dream uh, basically told go to scotland and find a teacher uh, and that that was such a scary thing to do. I had no money and uh, everyone else went out and took out, uh, took all the graphic designer jobs that I didn't really want, but it kind of seemed like the thing you were supposed to do, right? Um, and I came back from Scotland about a year later and was still searching for my destiny. Uh, maybe it wasn't a year. Anyway. I'm not sure. Uh, and when... I found out that uh, Dan Church 8 was doing uh, humanitarian demining programs around the world. That was the second time I was mm. struck by this crazy feeling of destiny and I must do this. 
Uh, and and yeah, as you know, <laughs> because you also ended up doing it <laughs> for about five years, and then uh, yeah, the third time uh, I was struck by this this uh, um, this feeling of this you must do this or die mm. was uh, at another sort of um, crossroads in my life where you were the one that said, hey, you know what you should do? You should be making Viking tattoos. Okay. When yeah. you said that, I felt like yeah. that's it. We have really, really entangled our life yeah. stories. Yeah. Like you went to Ingushetia first, then to Eritrea. You brought me into Dan Church Aid. I came to Sudan and then after that Angola where you had been. Yeah. And then, yeah. Dan. Yeah. I, I realized at some point that there is a, something special happening in the tattoo situation. Mm. And this is in, in all the tattoo situations. And I know if everyone out there that has, has tried it, they will recognize that this uh, transformative, um, special thing that happens in the situation between the person tattooing and the person being tattooed. And uh, uh, I, I actually feel like every tattoo uh, that is being made, I can maybe take credit, if you will, for one third of it. One third is the client themselves, and one third is the other. Yeah, uh, awesome. Yeah, that's very relational. It's it's it, that's entang entanglement. And I just remember thinking, this special thing that's happening in the situation, if we can build more uh, mythology onto it. Mm. Um, I was very inspired by the sort of Polynesian, which is a very broad term, but, but um, the, the tradition in the Polynesian islands of using tattooing as a storytelling tool, as a, mm. a way of making blessings, as a um, initiation uh, thing or mm. marking different uh, points in your life. And I was just thinking, hey, we have everything we need mm. here to do that. We have mm. uh, our whole mythology, we have the runes, we have the sagas, we have the stories. Mm. We have, uh, an amazing visual language. Yeah, exactly. Like when you look at ornaments from the, the Iron Age, uh, Viking Age, Bronze Age, it's an absolutely mind-blowing yeah. visual expression. And they uh, just expression. Keep, keep finding more. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can sense, even if it's just a taste of the world these people, this living world yeah. that these people were in. Yeah. Uh, where an interaction with the world was was absolutely essential, and we've forgotten that. Yeah. And oh. where the world is like this web of beings, yeah. powerful, beautiful, and dangerous beings that yeah. are kind of yeah. yeah. And it still is. Mm. So that just means if we're unaware of this, we just become victims of it, yeah. or we 
fuck up our relation yes. uh, with the world around yes. us. To me, for someone to take charge and say, I want to mark myself <laughs> in a certain way. I want to uh, mark myself in a way that visualizes strength mm. or this this uh, being that I feel I have a relationship with or uh, or this, this drive that I have mm. inside mm. of me. So for a person to take that step is a person starting to take charge of their own life, mm. right? Mm. And then through the whole uh, ritual, I almost said because it is a ritual, but, but the actual tattooing process, there is the element of sacrifice. The person has to pay some money, that's a sacrifice. But way more than that is the sacrifice to let go of the control. You take the pain, you go through the, through this this whole thing and then you have earned it, mm. right? You, have you give up it. some of your body. Yeah, you basically uh. give up some of your body or you, you, you scar yourself, right? Uh. Uh, and it's very easy to make the jump to uh, Tyr sacrificing his hand to Fenrir to create a pact with this chaos force yeah. that was part of him, yeah. or, or they become one. Yeah. Um, he finds himself in the sacrifice. He becomes cheer. Yeah. The, the missing hand, that is the hand that holds chaos. So yeah. he's, as a holder of chaos, it is his giving that defines his divinity. Exactly, and he basically wasn't there until he did that, yeah. kind of, right? And Odin with his eye, and uh, uh, Thor has a, a piece of stone stuck mm. in his forehead. And, uh, Thor gives up his masculinity when right? the, when the hammer is taken, and then he receives it almost like a like a female bride receiving the yeah. hammer in, yeah. in as he's being married to. It's an extremely queering story that one, yeah. but it's also giving up of of of, of yeah. uh, your defining finding your defining thing by giving up some of your. Yeah. Uh, mm. That's that's uh, the main reason why I insist that all tattoos are hand drawn directly on the body for the person on the day. Yeah. Like, uh, no one gets to see a sketch in advance. That's not the point. Mm. Uh, that means that every day we go into the studio and it's it's potent with uh, what's going to happen today. Yeah. Uh, so of course I also pray. We both have a religious practice, right? So so I pray. I ask for help every day. The help comes, and the air is is thick with this. Okay, now we are on the we're on the border between between worlds. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I remember feeling this in your studio. Yeah, that you come in here and you can feel that <laughs> almost yeah. as in a in in a in a charged ritual space that yeah. there's. Uh, there's a real presence of, of uh, spirits and spirit and what's going on. Yeah, and it has to be like that. If if one day no one wants that anymore, that's fine. Then I'm yeah. done. It's okay. <laughs> one thing that's incredibly interesting about uh, tattooing is that that uh, it plays such an important role. I think. I think there's almost a a global animist movement uh, in the process where people from all kinds of cultures and settings are sort of turning towards root cultures of different kinds. 
and tattooing plays a role. Mm. You know, like it plays a role for the Inuits uh, with uh, Maya Sealuk's like monumental work to mm. recover Inuit tattooing traditions yeah. and. Uh, I don't even know what it's like for the Maoris and who have strong tattooing traditions already, but I've seen it in other Native Americans as well. And if you visit a place like uh, the, the Moon Ghost Blood Festival, where a lot of the sort of Norsel-centric Vikingophile people are, are gathering, then it's like actually part of the Moon Ghost Blood Festival is like a tattooing convention. Mm. And everybody are tattooed all over the place. And uh, it seems to play an important role. This changing of your body is kind of channeling. I mean, what you're talking about here is on a very individual uh, level, but it's also like as if people are choosing signals, uh, changing their bodies in ways. And this is also why I don't think this is a fact, because when you're carrying these marks on your body, they're not, they're going to stay. Mm -hmm. And that, that means that, well, it's, it's it, it it will be feeding into people's understandings of themselves. I've been thinking about with these spirals, what does it mean? Why why do people make spirals? Because as you said, you see this in Latin, uh, this spiraling sort of intuition or yeah. And these are double spirals, yeah. so they um, they remind me of the. The dancing, dancing mazes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So you dance all the way in, and then you dance all the way out again. Yeah. yeah and you yeah. never step on the same place twice. That is an amazing point. Yeah, yeah, totally. So it's basically, I don't know, picture of life, yeah. or or overgangsride, or rite de passage, transitional. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's at least the associations I get with it. But obviously, we cannot. Yeah, I remember and the the interconnectedness, of course. Yeah, because if you analyze this spiral, it's not actually touching. Yeah, they are so interconnected they yeah. become one, but they're yeah. not actually touching each other. The two parts, right? Yeah, these ones are basically two spirals yeah. that are interlinked. They just look at each other. Yeah, uh, oh, that's pretty amazing. I actually didn't notice that. The uh, I've been thinking about the Maori. Uh, thinking with spirals. I think they have a lot of spiral ornaments as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and I remember reading somewhere that the the underlying uh, the underlying idea would have been basically uh, an, an interlacing or an entanglement between destructive and creative sides of life or aspects of yeah, life. So basically the two are, aspects of life. Yeah. You're either growing or you're exactly. getting yeah. smaller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're either fucking or getting killed. Yeah, that, that's that too. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I mean, it is the same thing, right? Either you're making life or you're ending your own. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not making citizens. You really have nothing. So. A year ago, when I went through my initiation, and I, I, we're not allowed to talk about what happened, but I think I'm allowed to say it's one of the hardest things I've done in my life. Um, I was told, go home, build a temple. Mm. But this temple that I'm supposed to build is also going to be our tattoo studio. Mm. Because my holy work, mm. if you will, 
is to make tattoos every day. So mm -hmm. every day I'm being the priest I'm supposed to be mm -hmm. through the work I'm doing. Yeah. Calling, you could almost say. Yeah. So uh, that's that's what's going on right here. Mm -hmm. I was also told that there must be five workstations, mm -hmm. uh, and it puzzled me at the time because we were two here. But now, in the last year, other people have sort of uh, come, and, mm -hmm. and because they seemed right and the time seemed right. Uh, yeah. So right now we are five people here uh, tattooing, um, but more people just attached. And, and getting involved. Uh, and so I have this crazy experience now that I was tasked with building this temple. I had no idea where the resources and energy would come from, but now I can just see it's, it's kind of coming. Yes, yeah. it's, it's kind of, there's, there's this help is coming. Mm. Uh, and it's amazing. It's still like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how we'll get there, mm -hmm. but, but we're moving forward all yeah. the time. So, yes, the idea is we are, uh, we are building this uh, well, uh, sacred space, mm -hmm. I suppose, or I don't know how you say it in, in English, we're, we're Sanctuary. We're, we're trying to build this, this uh, channel, this, this uh, place which is a little bit outside the, the culture that's going mm -hmm. on right now. Uh, like where we actually keep the channels open. Yeah. 